Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. Sorry that we're a little bit late here. Um, I think Harlan, if you could switch over to the double, I think Richie just jumped in with us. Hopefully, you guys are having a good Sunday. I look. I don't. I'm not much for props, but shout out to the goat. Shout out to the goat for winning the uh, World Cup today. Hopefully, you guys watch that. I know this is a football podcast, so we won't go super deep into uh, into um, uh, soccer on this. But shout out the goat. Shout out Messi for uh, for getting his World Cup. And um, man. Honestly, I know again, I know this is football, so I'll shut up after this, but really one of the most fun, exciting matches I've ever seen in any sport. Um, let's get after it. Double fries, no slaw. We're using a little bit of a new system today. So hopefully Richie will jump join us here in just a minute. I know Richie was on. Wait for Harlan to maybe we'll keep rolling here. Um, yeah, Harlan just told me some technical difficulties on the back end, but we'll keep that going and figure out what's uh What's up on that end? Uh, do us a favor if you're watching, like, subscribe, share, all of those things. Really appreciate you guys here with us. Sorry we're late again. Again, new technology, trying to uh, trying to improve some things and trying to uh, bring you guys a little bit of an upgrade on a couple of things. So, thanks for your tuning in. Thanks for your support. Um, Double fries, no slaw. Brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. You can visit both their locations at 1818 West Tennessee Street and 2550 North Monroe. Also, big shout out to Gramco. Gramco has a sister company called Sativitol, S-A-T-I-V. Let me make sure that I don't mess that up. But just before I tell you, uh, let's see here. Sativitol, S-A-T-I-V-I-D-O-L. You can go to sativitol.com. They have a bunch of CBD products. I ran today, the most I've ever run in my life. I ran like eight miles and I am dying. I am sore. I use their Sativitol CBD roll-on gel all over, like just everywhere that I could rub that stuff. So feeling a little bit better thanks to that. That's not like a shout out for me running, but a little bit of one. So appreciate you guys for tuning in, hanging out. You can use uh, code DFNS25 at Sativitol.com or thegramco.com if you're looking for your Delta 8 fix, whether it be gummies, um, edibles, or whatever. Let's jump into it. Big recruiting weekend. Appreciate Gramco. Appreciate Guthrie's. We'll shout out Garden and Gold here in just a little bit, but appreciate you guys for tuning in. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share the video. Always appreciated. Um, big recruiting weekend for Florida State with a bunch of recruits on campus. I think we got Richie now, so good stuff there. Harlan, if you can get our bar there down on the bottom uh, back updated, we should be good to go and rolling at full steam now. Big recruiting weekend with a bunch of guys on campus. Florida State trying to make some inroads with guys that – Signing day's coming, coming on Wednesday, trying to lock some things down and seal some things off. We'll address this and won't let there be an elephant in the room for a 30-minute podcast for the entire 30 minutes. A um, little disappointing to see that Keldrick Falk right now is at Auburn. At the end of the day, he's, I mean, he's a grown kid. He can do whatever he wants, so I don't really care about that. But a little disappointing that, you know, you, you kind of thought that Florida State might be in the clear there and might be good to go since Keldrick Falk did visit Tallahassee this weekend. The fact that he is in Auburn right now, at Auburn, not, not really something that I think is a great sign for Florida State. I really think that they needed to get that last visit. Auburn's pretty bought in on the NIL world. And so I, I think that that's a, a little worrisome. Actually, I'd raise that up to really worrisome at this point. I'd probably throw that up to like a, 
I don't know. Auburn getting the last visit probably makes me think that they very well may be his leader. Now, I don't know if he can take a full visit because of how the dead period's about to work and things like that. So that could come to FSU's kind of saving grace at the last second, but not great news with your top edge target now visiting uh, an in-state school for him. He's, he's from Alabama. And, it, and it'll be pretty disappointing if Florida State loses out on their top edge target back-to-back -back years. Um, I think they've got a lot of things going very positively for them. I think that the Knowles are in a, a good position in a lot of areas. But I think that that would be a, a pretty massive miss at this point. Richie, how you doing? Thoughts on, um, thoughts on Keldrick Falk um, in, in a late visit to Auburn right now? Yeah, not great, TJ. <laughs> um, yeah, first of all, yeah, man, that that game was massive. Like that was ridiculous today. Earlier, that uh, uh, Argentina game, uh, great for Messi to get his World Cup finally. Um, did, did not see it coming that way, but yeah, Keldrick Falk going to Auburn. That that's a that's an issue, right? There's no other way to put it. Uh, you know, when he said he was coming to Florida State for an unofficial visit, that was a huge deal, right? Because he's coming to Florida State, Tallahassee, on his own dime, and it, I thought it was done deal. And now Knowles 247 two hours ago drops the the nugget that he was visiting Auburn. And that's a big issue. And I don't know. I, it makes me not feel great about him, right? Because he is a massive need. He's one of our top recruits, not just uh, by star ranking, but by position of need. You need to stack those ed edge rushers when it comes to the defensive end. And, and I don't know, man. It, it, I don't feel good about it. Like you kind of said, it's an issue, and hopefully Florida State can still seal the deal, but for him to show up at Auburn on a Sunday, that, that's an issue in my opinion. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, he was on I mean, he was on FSU's campus this weekend, and I mean, closers close. And at the end of the day, I mean, kids can take visits, and, and I, it certainly isn't um, a done deal that he's definitely gone or anything else like that. I, I think that um, – you know, you you'll like your chances better if he if you do have the last visit. Um, but a kid that, at the end of the day, has flirted a ton with other programs and other schools. Had to shut down a Tennessee visit earlier this year. Had to um, fight off Auburn for a visit this weekend, and and now he still is going to Auburn. So a kid that has, you know, flirted around at different places, and you'd really like to keep. But at the end of the day, is is what Florida State has done? Uh, is it going to be enough? I don't know. I, I would, and we'll we'll get news and we'll hear how that visit went. Um, you know, his thoughts after FSU's visit were were really good, and and so you you like to hear that. But then all of a sudden he does show up in Auburn, so who knows if if that visit really went as well as we think it did? So anyway, I've got that up on a concern level pretty high. I. I don't know. I'd say probably 50-50 to keep him in the class right now. Maybe that's just being super pessimistic and in, in knowing what has happened the last couple of years. Um, love to be wrong there. Love for that not to be the case. But, um, yeah, I think that that's certainly worrisome, and we'll, we'll kind of see how that goes. We'll certainly keep it updated, and uh, as, as new developments come, or as new things come out, we'll, we'll try and – let you know as that goes along. Um, Richie, I want to talk about this. There are some kids on campus and ha that have visited other places. And so let's go quickly, you know, kind of around the horn, kind of get some thoughts. Um, 
Edwin Joseph's a guy that Florida State is still pretty all in on. That'd be an interesting one to see how that shakes out, how they're able and if they're able to pull him in. But moving on from him, that's just kind of one that we wanted to mention briefly. Chris Otto is a three-star offensive lineman that Florida State really, really likes. He's a wrestler as well. And it sounds like he's absolutely shutting it down. Hasn't made a decision, but this is one that the ball is in FSU's court and hopefully they can close on. Um, feel good about Otto. Feel good about Florida State. Ended up landing his commitment on signing day. Yeah, I think that's a big one. Uh, like you mentioned, Ian, I think with Alex Atkins, I think that's an easy sell, right? Like he's done a great job since he's been here. I don't know how long Alex Atkins will be at Florida State. Uh, probably not next year, if I had to guess. He's probably going to get that head coaching job offer somewhere. But he, he's done a phenomenal job. And I don't care about stars when it comes to the offensive line with Alex Atkins because he's done a phenomenal job identifying talent and, and finding the right guys to come here to where I'm not worried about the offensive line as long as he's here. And like I said, it probably won't be much longer. But that's definitely a guy that I love, man, and – if he does come to Florida State, I think that's a huge pickup for us because it, you just need to throw numbers at that position, right? We talk about any position you want, but offensive line, you definitely just have to throw numbers at the body or numbers at the position. And Chris Otto is a guy that I love, and hopefully he does make it official in signs of Florida State. How about you, man? Yeah, I feel good about that one for the Knowles. Um, I, I do think that Florida State's made a good impression on him. He's a guy that Florida State stayed on for quite a while, and I, I think he will end up signing with and committing to the Knowles all, all kind of in one on Wednesday. Florida State's done a good job with some other guys getting them on campus. Keith Sampson is one that NC State absolutely stayed after. Um, he, for all intent purposes, seems like that's kind of a done deal. Getting Hakeem Williams back on campus this weekend, really, really big. Um, Kenton Kirkland's another one, Jabril Rawls. Some, so some guy, Lamont Green Jr., he's one that Florida State fans just absolutely take uh, for granted because he's been committed for so long and because he's a legacy. But I do think Florida State did a good job. Last year you had some things kind of get away from you late. I think the Knowles did a better job this time stacking some recruitments kind of towards the end of the year um, so that you could, for the most part, lock people in. And I, I do think as negative as I kind of feel about Falk right now and, and really don't know how that's going to go down the stretch, I do think for the for the most part the the Knowles will sign everybody that's com currently committed to their class on Wednesday, um, and and anybody who doesn't sign Wednesday I think will end up in the class if if Florida State wants them to and continues to pursue. Um, again, with the exception of Falk, and then I think you do add a couple of guys. You've got a really good shot to add Conrad Hussey. Um, he's currently committed to Penn State. You. He did visit Miami this weekend, but I still think the Knowles have a really, really good shot there. I don't think that that's like a, oh man, that, I, I don't think that one's like as last minute as the Falk one. Uh, I think that, you know, you're, you're going to go head to head with Miami. We'll see what happens. Um, and then Florida State also has a chance to flip Andy Jean, who is a, uh, a committed to Florida right now. Um, I think that there is a chance that you have both of those guys flip. And then lastly, I think, you know, they, they feel like they're in a really good spot for Cameron Robinson. I believe he visited um, South Carolina this weekend, longtime UVA commit. And so we'll kind of see how all of those um, end up going down the stretch. If you're able to flip those three and you lose Falk, I don't know if that's a net equal, but I mean, I guess it makes you feel a little bit better. 
Uh, you really need to start developing yeah. those edge rushers in the high school ranks. Um, they've done a great job in the portal with Jermaine, Kier, and Jared. They really need to start developing that position. Um, so they've done a good job with Pat Payton. I really like Lamont Green uh, coming in as well. But Keldrick Falk's a different kind of animal, and uh, losing him again not to not to go back to the negative, but you you know you you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. If they do end up losing Falk getting a few of those other flips on signing day would, would be pretty big. Andy Jean would kind of be the big one. That's against your rival. I, I feel good about um, where they are with Robinson if they push there. And then, uh, you know, Hussey would be the other one. Are you putting any uh, flip predictions just yet? Now, it's crazy to think, TJ. Remember, it was probably over a year ago we had Lamont Green on this podcast, and he said, my kid is not going to commit anywhere other than Florida State, and now he has. And zero worries about him, so that's an easy one, and I cannot wait to get boots on campus. But, yeah, Andy Jean, he's a big one. He's a four-star on the on three and 247 composite. I think he's a guy that definitely can come in. Man, this receiver room is so good and so full right now. If you don't make that flip, it's not a big deal. But the fact that you have a four-star guy in the fold, potentially, to flip from a, your biggest rival, Florida, that's a big deal. And I think Mike Norville's done a phenomenal job as far as that goes. Like you mentioned, you know, Falk's the big one that we're going to be watching until Wednesday, and hopefully he signs with Florida State. But end of the day, man, I I, I want I cannot wait for these recruiting services to have a, a a class ranking that combines both portal and high school kids because Florida state, I think would be top eight. If you truly combined both right now. Yeah. What's tough is so, so two, four, seven, I will give them a little shout out and we give them yeah. plenty, but they do have one that combines it, but it just doesn't combine it super. To me, it doesn't combine it super accurately. I was actually looking at it the other day to, to maybe do a video on where Florida state's class could end up. If a couple of things broke the right way, I see some of your comments. We'll, we'll comment on We'll answer some questions here in just a minute, but you get like 15 points for somebody like Hakeem Williams. And then you get somebody like Fintrell Cypress, right? Who we'll talk about in just a minute and you get like three points. And so I get it because, you know, Hakeem has potentially three to five years that he could be here. I mean, he's not going to be here five years, but a high school kid has between three to five and uh, a, a transfer has, you know, one to two most of the time. So I kind of get it from that perspective, but what you're what you're not counting on is a guy like Dalvin Cook was at Florida State for three years, but he really only played and shined for about two and a half of that. Like you're you're missing out on some of that development time, and and even if you took that down a step and didn't go with your absolute most elite running back ever, most guys take like a year, year and a half to kind of get into the system. And so you don't usually get all four years out of anyone anyway, right? Like you you typically are getting two good years out of anybody. And if you can get three good years out of anybody, like that's really elite. But most of the time it takes guys time to develop anyway. And so if they're developing in another college and then you pick them up for your you know two elite years at, at Florida State, people like Fabo and Jamie Robinson and uh, you know, Jordan Travis, you know, who you think will have two and a half really good years at Florida State like that. You know, I, I do agree. I, I think that they're doing it, but they're not rating them um, absolutely the most appropriately. And, and it, it all kind of needs to be tinkered with. I'm excited to see, you know, we give on uh, 247 a lot of shots. I am excited to see on threes 
um, when they combine them. Because I, I think they're kind of cutting edge with some different stuff. So not, not to take away from 247, but on three does a good job. Okay, Baxter, I, I would be pretty shocked if Baxter came to FSU. Uh, not getting him on campus this weekend is um, just kind of a sign of, of what that is. Um, I, I do think, you know, as much as you want to hit on in-state talent, as big as Baxter would be, I think if there's any room that you can kind of afford to miss there, I, I think that you're 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 kind of okay with not hitting on the running back. I mean, you're going to have Trey Benson back. You really like what you've got in Rodney Hill for the years to come. I, I'm, I'm not as concerned there. So uh, nothing on Baxter. A lot of smoke around Marvin Jones Jr., I, I don't know. I, I think that Florida State fans need to – people are saying, like, oh, he's definitely in the portal after after the national championship. Um, obviously, that's not a lock. Like, you know, people don't typically leave those programs. I mean, they do some. But I, I probably – until he gets in the portal, I probably wouldn't go crazy there. Um, I know there are a lot of rumors. I've gotten several DMs about that. I've reached out to a couple of people. I think that I think that uh, we need to maybe chill until uh, until he actually gets in the portal. So that's my that's my big takeaway there. Are you is Marvin Jones Jr. going to be the next uh, Marvin Jones Jr. going to be the next Justin Fields here? Yeah, right. Or Deshaun Platt or whoever you want to call it. Um, man, uh, Marvin Jones Jr. If he does enter the portal, yeah, I think Florida State's probably the top destination. And if he does not enter the portal, then he's probably not going to end up at Florida State. It's as simple as that. He's someone that I think if he were a recruit last year that we're signing this year, we have a really good chance at him based on the season that we had going nine and three, beating Florida, beating Miami, beating LSU, probably going to get 10 wins, going to beat Oklahoma. Yeah, he probably does sign Florida State. And I don't I'm not mad at the kid for not picking Florida State at the time. But until he enters the portal, I'm not getting my hopes up. I'll just leave it at that. Um, I want to, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't do the bef- the pre-portal rumors. I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta see, I gotta see the kid hit the portal, and then I'm going all in. I, I do think Florida State is the spot if he hits the portal with what they've done with trans, uh, you know, defensive end transfers. The fact that he's a legacy. The fact that I think you know, outside of a bag, he probably wanted to come here. You know, I think. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, sorry about that, Harlan. You can ignore that. Um, but yeah, I, I think, uh, I think that'd be big. Hey, let me give a quick shout out to Garnet and Gold. You can go to garnetandgold.com. Listen, Christmas is in one week. I can't even guarantee that if you order right now that you'll get your order before Christmas. But if you're in the great state of Florida, which is where we are, uh, you probably will still get it, right? Like they ship really quick. They're very busy right now. I get it. A lot of kids are away. But if you need some last-minute Christmas shopping, you need to get this done quickly. Go to garnetandgold.com. If you use code NOSLAW, that's N-O-S-L-A-W, you'll save 15% at checkout. They are leaders when it comes to uh, FSU licensed apparel. I was on there the other night doing a little Christmas shopping myself. Actually, I'm redesigning my... uh, the, the back of my room. And so gonna, gonna get all that going, gonna have all that ready. Uh, Garnetandgold.com. Use code NOSLAW to save 15% on your order. And I believe all orders over $75 are free shipping. So it doesn't take long to get that up over 75 bucks with uh, 
those Nike polos and those Columbia shirts that you guys love. So guardiangold.com, appreciate them, appreciate their support. Okay, so some transfers that I want to talk about just very quickly, and then we'll move on to our, um, what do we have, $100 million facility coming up. So that'll be fun to talk about. Make sure if you're watching, you hit that like, that thumbs up. Um, we've got some stuff that is in the can, ready to go, some good news coming. Make sure that you don't miss that because you're not subscribed and you haven't enabled in notifications. Um, Fintrell Cypress, the number one yes. um, player, according to On3, visited Florida State, says, according to his interviews, he could see himself at FSU, not visiting anywhere else. I know that other schools are trying to get him in hard. He was at UCLA. Excuse me, Ohio State, LSU, and Auburn all pushing really, really hard. But I really like Florida State for Cyprus. Uh, it goes by Deuce. I think that there's a really, really good chance that they're kind of pushing all their chips in right here. Devontae Brown is a UCF cornerback transfer that ended up picking Miami over the weekend. And I think Florida State would like Brown, but I think they love Cyprus. I think Cyprus, I think Brown probably knew that. I think the Knowles knew that they like Cypress yeah. more. So they're pushing all their chips in here to try and get the number one overall transfer prospect, according to On3, an all-ACC guy. He made the second team, Chris Nee of Knowles247, who we do try and give a lot of love. They do great recruiting coverage, and you should go subscribe if you're not. I'm a subscriber. Um, Chris Nee, I think, listening to uh, On the Bench this week, I think he voted him first team. So a really talented kid. Uh, again, we're, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little moody about the uh, – about the fog stuff, but if Florida State can pick up the number one transfer, I mean, Florida State's trying to load up to make a run in 2023, and Falk will help you in the future. But I, I push all my eggs into one basket and go uh, go Rams on this. But I uh, I think Cypress could be massive. So, Richie, if, if we're able to pick him up, I might start telling some more lies. Yeah, man, uh, you look at the offense, what you've done with the Shane Bell and Kyle Morlock, man. If you shore up that defense, that, that offense is going to be so good. We haven't even talked about it much, but that offense is going to be top three in the country, in my opinion, next year. Just with everything you have coming back, you got to shore up the defense if you want to make a playoff run. And I do think this team is capable of making a playoff run, but the defense has to be a part of that. Um, part of that. And yeah, man, if you get Cypress, that's a huge deal because your secondary's kind of been a weak link, you know, for. You know, you don't know if Jamie's coming back, and it's a huge deal that you get Jaron Jones back. That's big. But, man, you get Ventral Cypress, that's a big deal. And I think that's huge for Florida State. And, again, the fact that we were three and six two years ago, and now we're talking about we're trying to add pieces to make the college football playoff, that's where this program is. And I cannot wait, but I think it's a huge deal. And I do think he ends up a Florida State seminal, in my opinion. That's no inside info. That's just gut feeling watching these things happen for, for a long time. Yeah, feel really good there. Some other um, offensive line targets. I know Jeremiah Byers is one that we really, really want. He is yep. um, making some other visits. I still feel like Florida State's in a decent spot for him. Um, but some other some other uh, targets that are and were on campus, um, Miami offensive linemen, again, shout out Zach Blostein of uh, Knowles 247. Uh, broke the news that he was on campus. That was Miami's starting left tackle this year. Um, uh, oh man, I'm 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 blanking on some of the other names. Actually, I have them right here in this. Um, Keandre Keandre Jones um, is another offensive lineman that was on campus this weekend. 
Keandre Jones played for Auburn this last year and is transferring. And then Casey Roddick is another offensive lineman on campus this weekend. Um, played for Colorado. And so maybe steal one from Prime. Uh, Florida State trying to throw numbers at that offensive line position. I I think if they push really hard, Roddick would be theirs. I think that um, you know, you're probably in a pretty good spot for Keandre Jones too. But I do think Byers is the one that they really, really want that they'd really, really like to get on campus and, and get committed. And then on the other side of the ball, one other transfer that was on campus this weekend, uh, Brandon Fisk, uh, who uh, you're kind of going up against Notre Dame and USC, some pretty uh, pretty premier programs there. Um, I think he'd be an excellent addition to this defensive line. You'd really, really like him. Um, I don't really know how I feel about where, where the Knolls stand with him. I think that the Western Michigan University transfer, um, I don't know. It, it is, it's tough being in battles with yeah. USC and Notre Dame. And he's a midway, you know, he was at Western Michigan. So Notre Dame's kind of the, you know, that vibe. So I, I think that's a tough one. And, but then also recruited the defensive line in the portal very, very well. We'll see. That, that's kind of a fingers crossed. I mean, Odell's obviously the GOAT. We'll see what they can uh, pull away there. Um, so, what uh what, how are you feeling on some of these transfers Richie? yeah it's tough because uh, again florida state is swimming in a different pool this transfer cycle than they were last year right you know they hit on micah Pittman, they hit on johnny wilson they hit on a lot of these guys that nobody wanted now they're going up against schools that everybody wants these kids especially fisk it'll be interesting and uh, i'm really excited to see what happens but florida state you know, we've kind of become a transfer portal destination. And I think if we continue to do that, Mike can sell it, right? It, it's, it's, that's not the issue. We can sell that. Hey, you come here, look at Jermaine Johnson, Keir Thomas, Jamie Robinson, you know, Jared Verse, name all the transfers we've had and we're competing, but we're competing against different schools right now. Because again, Johnny Wilson didn't have any of their offers. Micah Pittman was looking at Oregon state, right? So Florida state has been doing very well in the transfer portal. But the problem is now we're competing against the big dogs, right? And how many of those can you close? And we'll find out. But man, I really want Fisk, TJ. Yeah, no, I agree. I think Fisk, Fisk would be really, really big. Obviously got Daryl Jackson earlier. We haven't talked about Morlock yet, but we will in just a second. Shout out William McMillan. Appreciate that. $1.99 on the super chat. A thumbs up there. William, I saw earlier you talked a little bit about Atkins. Um, since you did give that super chat, I'll, I'll, I'll address that. I, I do think Atkins has done a good job in the transport portal with offensive linemen. Um, Bless Harris, Caden Lyles, Demetri Emanuel, and Jaston Turntine. Two of those guys got injured, but they were probably going to start this year if they didn't. And then yeah. Jazz stepped in was probably your sixth best offensive lineman this year. He was absolutely detrimental when Robert Scott went down and played some games, played a lot of snaps for you. And uh, Dimitri Emanuel was really, really good for the Noles. If I'm not mistaken, he was either the third team or honorable mention ACC. And so, no, and, and again, I think Caden Lyles likely, if he doesn't start, he likely plays for you a, a lot. And uh, Bless Harris was absolutely going to start at right tackle. So, no, I, I do think Atkins has done well in the portal. I agree, though. I think that uh i think that i mean they need to go out and land a couple guys right whether yeah. it's roddick and uh keandre whether i mean obviously buyers would would be the big one but uh yeah that, uh, so so i get what you're saying uh, another big shout out to eddie where are we trying to golf in orlando on game day so richie's out here trying to get me to golf 
while I'm trying to set up a tailgate, I'm going to shout out the tailgate, and then we'll give Richie can uh, Harlan. In fact, if you could throw the tailgate link in the uh, in the description for me, if you get half a second, um, we'll put that description that uh, tailgate link in the description here on YouTube down below. It, it could be just after the podcast. Harlan's got a million things running right now, but um, we're we're tailgating. You can go to Eventbrite if you're going to the game. Eventbrite and just search FSU Oklahoma. Search cheese at bowl tailgate, whatever you want. Like it'll it'll pop up there. Uh, come tailgate with us. All you can eat, all you can drink. I did confirm Guthrie's, even though we're not in Tallahassee. Guthrie's will be there. Obviously, our friends at Bay Cannon Beer Co., which I'm enjoying a, a Bay Cannon Beer Co. news right on Guthrie's. Now. I didn't even know that yet, TJ. We just like that in this week. So we will have a great time in Orlando as Florida State looks for their 10th win. Um, obviously, our friends at Graham Co. will be there. Bay Cannon will be there. Four Patriots Brewing will be there. Love our partnerships. Love the people that uh, that support us. So we try to take care of them and give their products out. So come hang out with us in Orlando. If you need any details on that, you can message me on social media or you can email me, tj at doublefriesnoslaw.com. It's a really easy email to remember. So tj at doublefriesnoslaw.com. All right, Richie, where are you guys golfing? Yeah, so Harlan and I and, and a couple listeners will be playing golf at the Rosen Shingle Creek, Shingle Creek Golf Club. It's an Arnold Palmer design. Beautiful course, about 15, 20 minutes from Camping World Stadium. Uh, me and Harlan have the 8.30 tea time. It's an unofficial event, so feel free to book any tea time you want before or after that. But that is the Shingle Creek Golf Club, and it is a beautiful course. I play there quite regularly, about two miles from my house. So I, I cannot wait, and I'm glad to have everybody uh, come out. And I'm excited for all the listeners that have reached out via DM. But again, Shingle Creek Golf Club, hope to see all y'all there. So let's roll with a little bit of talk about this football-only facility. I know we're also getting chats about UF losing yesterday. Yeah, we'll definitely talk <laughs> about that. Again, big Miami vibes with that field goal. Oh, my goodness. How embarrassing. That, that uh, link, Harlan just put it in the comments, and then it'll also be in the show notes, the description underneath, cheeseitbowltailgate.eventbrite.com. I have the worst hiccups right now, so I, I don't know. Sorry that I keep uh, – <laughs> Hopefully I'm not burping in you guys' ears. But, uh, hey, well over 200 people in here. Started streaming about 30 minutes. That's pretty awesome. Make sure you like the vi- 200 people, and we got like 52 likes. Everybody do it. Stop what you're doing right now. <laughs> Scroll down on the live chat and hit the like button. A lot of a lot of you guys are in here watching, but you're you're the, the show's free. So the only thing you got to pay is a like. Um, subscription would be great, or a subscribe would be great, too. Um, hey, $100 million football-only facility. Um groundbreaking yesterday shout out to chainsaw al i saw judy out there um the absolute go what if i told you that one man brought back fsu football by himself uh it might be ingram smith we'll see but uh <laughs> shout out the groundbreaking yesterday so really really cool i don't know what the exact timeline is on that richie i i was kind of slammed yesterday i was doing a million things and running around with the kids and you know a week before christmas and things are just nuts but it it it's going to be good for Florida State to get that built and get that up. The the pictures look phenomenal. I'm actually working on getting Alfred on to chat with him pretty soon about that. Um, he's done interviews though, so like you know, no breaking news or anything. But just so that we can chat with him, we always have a good time there. Um, but uh, you know, really really good stuff there. The biggest takeaway I had was Mike Norvell, and I, I do think that I do think that Norvell is. In it for the long haul, and I think that Florida State is um, excited and invested in Norvell for the long haul. But 
I love his passion and I love when he speaks. Yeah. And I mean, it does sound like a Southern Baptist preacher and it's amazing. <laughs> and I, he is so great. So anyway, really, really, really cool stuff yesterday with the groundbreaking, excited for that project to continue, um, excited for, for that facility to be up and built and rolling. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that's, I mean, that's going to be great stuff. Uh, it, it's going to be phenomenal for Florida state football to have its own, um, you know, kind of spot there and, and space there. So, uh, thoughts on the football only facility or thoughts on Norvell preaching up on stage or how, you know, wherever you want to take that is fine with me. Yeah. I, I think when you look at the football only facility, it's one of those things, it, it's one of those things that you need to have, right? You don't have to have it at Florida state, but when recruits are visiting Clemson, Alabama, Florida, all these other schools, you, you kind of have to have it. So it, it's, it's a big deal in that aspect where you cannot have that used to negative recruit against you. Right. It, it so it is a big deal. And I do love that they're going to have their own weight room, their own locker room, everything. And honestly, like TJ, we, you know, we're not exactly a Florida State football podcast. We're kind of a Florida State athletics podcast. It's actually huge news for all other Olympic sports as well, because that opens up the more for all the other Olympic sports. And I think that's a big deal as well. I cannot wait. The renderings look amazing. And again, it, it's one of those things. It's, it's again, to where you're not having to fight other schools to say, yeah, we don't have this, but now you can say, oh, we have this and. So it's a big deal as far as that goes. So I, I, I'm i excited for it. I cannot wait. It, it should be done end of 2023, I believe, but we'll find out. And hopefully, TJ, we can get a VIP uh, tour with Alford when it's finished here. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to text him right now and just say, like, hey, let's get going here. Um, now I think that's, that's, I mean, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited to learn more about it. I'm excited to see more, uh, but it's definitely a huge deal. Um, let's talk about this real quick. Absolutely. Um, hilarious. Did you watch the, uh, did you watch, um, the, the Gators lose yesterday? So I was not watching the game, but, uh, you know, halftime, I think it was only 10 zero, I believe. But then, like, my timeline is going nuts, right? I'm getting tagged. I'm getting DMs and all this stuff. And it's 30 to 0. So I pull it up. I'm like, let me watch this. And I thought Pat McAfee was hilarious when he just roasted them when they kicked that field goal. Great. I know it was fourth and 20-something or, or whatever it was. But, again, you're down 30 to 0. You kick a field goal. Huge Miami vibes against Clemson in Miami's only ACC championship appearance where they were down 38 to zero and on fourth and one from the one yard line, they kicked the field goal. It's it was I, like, I tweeted out that the box score of the two games with Pam from the office where it says it's the same picture, right? It was just, uh, it's so embarrassing for Florida fans, but man, it, it made my night. That's for sure. Yeah, no, that was, that was hilarious. It was a ton of fun to see. Um, they, yeah, they absolutely have, um, <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, they had a lot of guys out, but what I will say is if you look at the talent rankings on two, four, seven and take out all the guys they had out, take out Osiris Torrance and take out Anthony Richardson and take out the guy. They still have way more talent than Oregon state. Like don't play that game with me. ETN is the best player on the field. Jack Miller actually looked good in the first half. They still have Ventrell Miller. Um, I'm sorry. Gervon Dexter played in that game. Desmond Watson played in that game. Like they still have, 
Trey Dean played that game. And I know Florida fans don't like him. So don't, don't play with me on the whole, like, oh, we didn't have any <laughs> talent out there. They still have more. T- I mean, it's Oregon State. The yeah. best, though, was seeing Poor Florida Ballas. fans. Florida fans had Florida State on their mind while they were getting blown out of that game. Uh, but, you know, the, the best the best to me is that you fire Dan Mullen and in the first year after him, you go below 500, just, just like he did. So uh, either way, hilarious. Glad that they blew it. Um, Anthony Richardson it, was not saving them yesterday. He could have played his best game in, as a Florida Gator, and they still lose that game. That's what's so hilarious about it. So I do not want to hear any excuses about that performance, Florida. You got to own that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, last thing I have, Richie, I don't know if you have much else, but we'll get out of here. Thank you guys again for, for tuning in. Thank you guys for watching. Well over 225 people in here now. Hit that like button. Make sure that you're subscribed. Let's get after this. Uh, A little news out this week, and we put a video out, but uh, is Destin Hill a lot? Like, it sounds like Destin Hill's coming back to to Tallahassee. A report said that he's coming in May. It was a guy that works for On3. It wasn't Aaron or anybody else, like, faking on Twitter. Um, Destin Hill coming back, Richie? No. And, uh, you know, if he does, that's great. And I think it's hilarious. We... At the time when Destin Hill was committed and, and signed with Florida State, we had the worst receiving room in the entire ACC. Like, it wasn't close. Like, we we were bad. We might have the best now, or definitely top two, three, no question. So we don't need him now. If, if Mike Norvell wants to bring him in, if he can come in, that's great. I trust Mike Norvell. I'm not going to question any of his uh, roster management decisions. I don't believe he's coming here, and I'd be shocked if he does. If he does, that's awesome. But, again, we don't need him at this point, so we'll find out. But I don't know what's been going on with Dustin Hill. There's been a ton of rumors and all this and that. It doesn't you know, doesn't matter to me. But, man, it, if he does, again, you're just flooding a room with talent, with more talent, which is what Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, all these elite schools do. So that's an amazing thing. I'm not going to believe it until I see it, though. How about you, man? Yeah, I, I will say the, the specific date. And I said this in a video. I, I did a video this week about this. The specific date or the specific time frame of May, w- when there are two other times that kids could theoretically come to campus, right? You know, um, yeah. either being January, early enrollment, or spring. Um, a lot of kids, you know, announce kind of transfer things. And, uh, May is just after that. But that has me thinking that whatever Hill's been, whatever Hill has had go- going on is potentially whatever that may be is coming to an end and there is a kind of a finality of a of a date around it and i think when we were getting the reports of like hey um i think you know he's coming at at the next signing day or he's coming in early enrollment or he's coming in the spring or now he's coming in the summer or maybe he'll be here in august like it was just the next thing that was up so the the fact that may was said like i don't know it just seems a little more certain to me We'll see. I mean, I don't know if he's a take right now for Florida State. They've obviously got a loaded wide receiver room. May depend on what happens here with Andy Gene and some others. Is there some attrition? What happens with Malik McClain? Um, does he come back? Do other guys con- consider, you know, hopping out? I think that if 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 I, I will say this, if Norvell, you get PWO. if I mean, and that's the thing. And with NIL now, like scholarships don't even matter because you can just yeah. NIL the amount of a scholarship and <laughs> they can come to school. You know, they, that can be, you know, like that's how teams are going to get away around scholarship limits. So 
I will say this. I trust Norvell. And yeah. if Norvell, if he's a tank and he comes to Florida State, I don't think that Norvell just hands those out like to be nice. I, I think that he's truly a take and that Florida State, Mike Norvell and the staff want him here and think he can contribute now or in the future. And so I, I'm, I would gladly welcome him. If he doesn't make it here, I mean, I do hope he does go and be able to play somewhere else. Obviously, I have no clue what's going on. Not into the rumors, not into the, you know, fake outlets that let people spread rumors about what is going on with 18, 19-year-old kids. But I will say that I, I hope that I hope the best for him. I hope he's able to go, go on and play. I think it'd be a cool story if he could get here and play, kind of a redemption story. Um, I, I think that'd be I think that'd be neat. But we'll see. You know, I, I don't have any inside info. We'll see what happens as May rolls around. Maybe we'll get that guy that uh, that, that said that from on three on to, to talk about it a little bit. Um, otherwise, that's all I've got, Richie. You got any shout outs before we get out of here? We went a little long tonight, but that's all right. No, it was fun. Um, yeah, man, shout out the PNC Championship. I went out, uh, took the wife to see uh, Tiger and Charlie, Big John, Little John Daly. Uh, Nelly Corda had the best swing in the entire tournament that we saw yesterday. Uh, just a phenomenal event, and I love going every year and seeing Tiger and Charlie. It's just kind of special, like right? Like everyone has their father son experience, but to see Tiger just sitting back and basking in the glory of Charlie, that was a lot of fun for me. It reminded me of when my dad used to take me to play golf. Uh, just a really fun event, and I'm glad my wife loves it. We go every year. How good do you think Charlie can be in? So here's the thing: everyone's saying he's going to be the goat. Listen, Charlie's not a regular top five in local events that he's playing right now. He has a ton of potential. I think he could be a major winner, but again, think of, of uh, you know, uh, Michael Jordan's son at UCF, right? And LeBron James at Bronny, it's not going to be LeBron. I don't think Charlie is going to be Tiger. Just appreciate the talent that is there. Appreciate Tiger for what he is and pull for the best for Charlie. I, I don't know yet. He's still 13 years old. He can be a lot better, but the potential is out of this world. He's not close right now, not even close. Um, so you right now, if you were projecting, you'd say just a solid tour pro, at, like is kind of where you see it, or maybe yeah, I, I, I think he goes to Stanford like his father did, and I think uh, he probably th there is some politics in golf, right? Especially when your last name is Woods. He'll be on the tour, so he won't have to make the grind that like a, our buddy John Pock is having to make right now on the Corn Ferry Tour. But he, he's definitely going to have his chance, and he's good enough and talented enough. And if he can keep his head on straight, man, it, the, again, potential out of this world. I, but, man, he, crazy thing, I did not recognize this kid from last year to this year. The, he's grown like six inches. He's bulked up. like He looks like he's in the weight room more than me right now. I'm never in the weight room, by the way. But the guy's... Yeah. Is, is tough. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm just so excited for whatever comes, but uh, I'm just enjoying the ride as it goes right now. Um, I gave it at the beginning, but I will also give my shout out to, again, I feel so corny with this, but I needed you guys to see this. Like I need, I can't wait to buy a World <laughs> Cup shirt. What uh, a fun match to, that was. Say what? What a fun match that was. When it was 2-0, my wife's like, can we turn it off now? I'm like, no, let's just wait down. No, then it gets the penalty. Here. Yeah, no, man. It, no. I'm glad we did not turn that off. That was phenomenal. My uh, my sports um, Mount Rushmore is Kobe Bryant, Jameis Winston, 
Lionel Messi. And then, like, I go back and forth on number four. Like, four, there's a little bit of a drop-off. i probably say Roger Federer for just kind of a crazy one that you guys maybe may, no may not expected. Um, if it's not Federer, it's probably, like, Derek Brooks won a national title and a Super Bowl for my team. Like, so, like, those are my four four to five favorite guys. But Messi's, like, in the solid three. Like, it's Kobe and Jameson yeah. Messi. Like, and then there's, like, ah, who's number four? So, t- today, I had the buddy over. We watched it. Um, it was an all-time I mean, that was one of the best sporting events I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, all-time great, kind of fun moment to to watch, you know, one of your idols kind of go off. And dramatic. How much money did Argentina's goalkeeper make today? Oh, my gosh, yeah. He, he was pretty ridiculous. So, um, anyway, really good stuff there. That's my shout-out. Hey, guys, make sure we're wrapping up here. I appreciate everybody that's tuned in. Appreciate everybody that was here. Make sure, yeah, Ronaldo's a go. Get that crap off my screen. Stop that. Stop um, Harlan. <laughs> make sure, if you say that, you have to super chat that, uh, Harlan. Um, if you uh, if you were here, if you enjoyed the show, if this was your first time watching, shoot us a like, shoot us a subscription. We've got videos coming out every day this week, especially with signing day dropping. There's going to be a lot of good news for the Knowles. Hopefully not as much bad news as it comes down the stretch. But, um, you know, keep, keep us in your thoughts. Go ahead and subscribe. We will talk to you guys all again soon. Thanks for hanging out. Go Knowles.